want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to Click. start the pot. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. Always oh, started off with kind of a weird way. I've never really explained it, but for years, literally decades, I have begun audio updates with "What's up, guys?" I don't know why. It's just the way I do it. Uh, even since back in the wrestling audio days when I used to do it, they all began that way. "What's up, guys?" That whole thing. Unfortunately. Over the last 20 years, everyone's begun doing podcasts, audios, videos, and they all begin with what's up, guys, and it's become kind of cliche, but I physically cannot figure out another way to do it that feels naturally for me. So what's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. I'm glad that you guys are here. It is Friday. It is summer. It is beautiful. Have you found me on any streaming service from Audible to Spotify. Thank you. If not, I am on HiPodOmDad.com. That's where the podcast lives. I'm also on HiBlogOmDad.com. That's where the blog lives. And here on Long Island, well, that's where I live. And the stories that I tell you, you know, they're all legit. They're all real. They're all about my family. As you guys know, I have two kids. I have a teenage daughter and I have a 12-year-old son who is nonverbal with autism. And when I tell people those two things as a divorced uh, single dad, I guess you could say, I get equal sympathy (laughs) for each kid. It's funny because usually people hear, they go, oh, nonverbal, that must be hard. And I get that a lot. But also people hear, oh, you have a 15-year-old daughter? Oof. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of hard to figure out where we go with that, which is I think one of those things that I've always tried to talk about in terms of being a special needs parent or being the parent to a child who is nonverbal is that there's a lot of things initially when your child is young that make it seem almost insurmountable, right? When you have a nonverbal child and you're told that they may never speak, it freaks you out. It freaks me out because initially I couldn't understand how am I going to communicate with this kid? How am I going to get him to understand things? Even when you have a child who isn't nonverbal, that question pops in your head. How am I going to teach this kid what the word is means? That kind of stuff. Uh, So when you have a child who can't really show you that they're understanding things through words and um, just kind of a different form of communication, different understanding um, and different levels of understanding that they have as well. Like I don't, I don't fully know sometimes what my son knows and what he doesn't. We have moments that are pleasant surprises. I actually had one last week that I was proud of where every time Lucas wants a drink, I need him to get his cup. Lucas uses these cups that you screw on the top and they have a straw in them. So I will always need his cups and his cups disappear all over the house because I'll give him a drink. He'll take it downstairs. He'll leave it on the floor and then he'll leave. And then he'll come to me for another drink. So I have to send him. I go, I go, Hey, find me the cup. Hey, bring me your cup. And what I have to do is I do hand motions. He knows the word cup. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I do this thing with my hand, almost like a Pac-Man where you make the mouth go open and close. That means give me So I'm like, give me the cup. 
So the other day we're downstairs and I sent him upstairs for it. He wanted a drink. Or, hey, hey, look at me. Look, look. And now I'm becoming like like charades. And I'm like, you go upstairs. Now I'm pointing up. I'm like, give me. And I'm doing the hand thing, the cup. I'm doing a cup motion. Go upstairs. Give me. And the kid went upstairs and he brought me a cup. And I was so proud of him in that moment. That's one of those things you don't know until they come back what they're going to do. Now, by the same token, there have been moments where the cup is literally in front of us. And I'll point to it, I go, hey, give me the cup. And he will give me everything in the room except for the cup. He'll bring me a pillow. He'll bring me, and it's cute. And I give him a hug and we laugh. But it does sometimes make things a little difficult to figure out what he's aware of and what he's not. But as he's gotten older, we've started to figure things out a little more. And as we've gotten older, I've gotten to understand his personality and kind of the person he is. And I wrote about that on Wednesday with a, with a blog post called uh, Sniffles and Giggles. I like that. I thought that was kind of cute. I'm talking a little bit about just the way my son handles being sick, which has always amazed me. I am not an autism is a superpower type of person. I don't like to differentiate my son from everyone else. I don't like to pretend that he's a hero or he's something else because he has autism. Autism is just a part of his personality. It's part of who he is. It's beautiful in many ways in how it shapes him as a human being, but he's still a person. He's a person with autism. So I don't love saying that autism is a superpower, but this is one case where it might be a little bit true. When it comes to health, when it comes to not feeling well, my son doesn't complain. And I know it sounds like I'm being sarcastic because he doesn't have words, but he doesn't complain through his actions either. There's no physical reaction to him really being sick. We've had a few like sniffles or like you could tell he's a little grouchy or his eyes are, are glassy. A lot of them are visual cues that you pick up, but my kid is cool in the gang, dude. He is just, whatever comes his way, he deals with it. And one of the things that I got to tell you makes me truly appreciate his autism. And you guys know, I, I, I pump that as hard as I can. Autism appreciation to me is the biggest thing. Um, I'm aware he has autism. That's great. I accept it. I accept it. But when it comes to appreciating it, that's finding the parts about autism that really influences personality and who he is in such wonderful ways. And one of them that amazes me is how he handles being sick because whatever is in front of him at that moment influences how my son is. Let me explain to you what I mean. Lucas will get up at four o'clock in the morning, literally. We've had these moments where he gets up four o'clock in the morning, wants his iPad, wants something to play with. And I'll let him get up. If he doesn't have school, it's four in the morning, it's a weekend, whatever, bro, here, do your thing. Give it to him and he's happy. He will then be up the entire day. And at night, it'll be 10, 11 o'clock at night, and he'll still be awake if he has his iPad. Hopping and jumping like he has all the energy in the world. And people will say, they'll be like, how does he do it? Isn't he tired? I don't know. Doesn't look like he's tired. But then I'll go into his room. We do the same thing. I go, hey. And I come on my, my hand down, all five fingers. I go, hey, five, four. And what he'll do is as I count down, He'll either let out a little wine or sometimes, which I love when he does it, he'll just take his iPad and hand it to me because at the end of five, I take it away. And when I first started doing that with him, I was expecting many a night to have some sort of battle over it. And there really are no battles. He really just hands me the iPad most times. And within seconds, when I say within seconds, I mean, I will take the iPad from him. I will turn around and I will walk out of the room. And as I turn back to look into the room, he'll be asleep, passes out immediately the second the iPad is gone. Because while he has that, while he has this device that he loves, it's his favorite toy in the world, it keeps him going to the point where he doesn't register tired or sick. 
it's amazing. It's really amazing. So a lot of how my son deals with his day is about what's stimulating him in that moment, which I wish I could do. I really do, man. We talk about living in the moment, not stressing, not worrying. My son doesn't worry about anything. Doesn't worry about anything. It's what do I have now? What do I have? Every once in a while, he'll be like, oh, I'm hungry. I need food or something like that. But he doesn't, he doesn't stay grumpy. He doesn't. As long as he has what he loves and he's presently in a place of joy for himself, he's good. And that affects being sick because he doesn't sell being sick. There's never miserable Lucas from being sick. What'll happen is, and I told the story, and this is a true story. It blew my mind. I cut his hair. I cut my son's hair. We've talked about haircuts. And after this haircut, I had taken this gold bond medicated powder and I sprayed it, you know, sprayed it, shake it, whatever you call it, all over his shoulders. And it was a cloud. It was this big, white, cocaine-like cloud in the air um, all around us. And he started coughing. And then there was a brief pause. And then he just threw up everywhere. And I've talked about me too, how I've changed. I had heart surgery in 2012, which has made me incredibly chill. So there used to be a time where I would freak out over things like, oh my God, throwing up. Nah, I did what I've done before. I just kind of watched it. I watched it hit the floor even. like I, I wasn't even trying. I'm like, hmm, there you go. All right, get it out, buddy. Get it out, get it out. And he throws up and he's unhappy when he's throwing up. And the second he's done throwing up, he takes his iPad and he's happy again. And it blows my mind. And I remember at the time thinking that I caused it, thinking, oh, it must have been this powder that made him throw up. Turns out it was a stomach bug. And that night he was throwing up like crazy. But you wouldn't have known it. I thought it was just a reaction to this cloud in the air because he wasn't sick before, he wasn't sick after, and then that night, turns out he was sick. Now here's where everything ties together. A few days later, I got the stomach bug because this happens all the time. We don't know he's sick. We hug him, we squeeze him. He like, you know, his, his hands are sticky from like rubbing his you know nose and you get it on your hand. Like, oh, buddy. And you wash up a little bit. It's okay. Life is life. Not realizing that you're inviting this illness to enter your system. Um, and it happens a lot because again, he no sells it. So I got this stomach bug and I got to tell you, I thought I was going to pass away. No joke. It was the worst situation ever. And I kept thinking like, how the hell does this kid do this? It's amazing. That's what I'm saying, man. It might not be a superpower, but it feels like a superpower because to no sell sick the way he does, like the Undertaker, it's pretty, pretty freaking amazing. So that's something that we do. That's something that we deal with. And it's one of those things I talk about understanding and knowing who your kid is. That's something that comes with time. And that's something that is important to speak about. One of the big points of doing these podcasts and these blogs is I try to speak to people who are just embarking kind of on their journey and letting them know that concerns and worries and things that seem, you know, impossible to do initially are things that are quite possible to do. And a lot of those things come with time. A lot of these unknowns where you're like, how am I ever going to understand A, B, and C with my kid? You do because the years go by, time goes by, and pretty soon you know who they are. So with my son, I know who he is. And I understand him. And through the years, I've seen how he handles being sick. I've seen how he handles different things. So I know that it's not that he's not aware of what being sick is. I know that he's just not the kind of person who lets it bring him down, you know, and you, and again, too, one of the big things with, with speaking about these autism, you know, journeys and these stories and things like that is that autism affects pretty much everybody differently. You know, autism to me and autism to you are very different things. I see people writing about autism and they'll, they'll write about things and I don't relate to any of them with my son. They'll be like, they always line up shoes and ask questions. I don't do any of those things. Like it's very, 
different approach. But I know with my son that this is how this is how he handles issues in his life. And I got to tell you, although it might make things harder for him, and a lot of things in his life are going to result in struggles. He's got chronic issues. He's going to require care for the rest of his life. And although those things do cause him, you know, direct kind of problems, you know what I mean? Like it makes things a little bit harder for him as time goes on. It is such a wonderful way to see the world. And one of those things that I think we all wish we could be like, we all wish we could just focus on the moment. We all wish that we wouldn't harp on the things that bother us. And we all wish the things that hurt and the things that make us, you know, unhappy with our day, whether it's not feeling well or being tired, we can kind of just push to the side and keep going. Cause that's what my boy does, man. My boy pushes things to the side and keeps going and I love him for it. It's pretty amazing. So yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Guys, thank you once again for joining me. Do me a favor. Go to highblogomdad.com. Read this blog post. Check it out. Tell me what you think. I love getting you know feedback from you guys, knowing what you like, knowing what things you can relate to. I also wrote on Monday, this is another story that I absolutely loved. I just want to touch upon it before I leave here. And it's about Lucas holding the door open. Oh my God. This is like one of my favorite things that he does. We go into my house, we park in the driveway, we go through the garage, and I used to always run ahead of him and open the door and hold it for him. I would just do it. You know, come on, let's go, buddy. Come on, hurry up. He would watch the garage close sometimes, whatever he would do. He would take a while playing on his iPad. Hurry, come on, let's go, let's go. And he would watch me hold the door for him. And as time went on, I started to see that he's now holding the door for me when he runs ahead. It's not something that I ever directly taught him. It's not something that I was even realizing I was teaching him as I was doing. I was just doing it. And he watched me and he did it on his own. And it is the sweetest thing that (laughs) I've seen in a long time from him. But also it's just this reminder of how we as parents, whether your child is on the spectrum, off the spectrum, whatever, it's a reminder that we as parents are, you know, truly the examples to our children. And there's times where we don't think they're watching. There's times that we don't think they're understanding or even picking up the lesson. And a lot of times they do. And my son did. So I love that story. I love the fact that he holds the door for me. Uh, Just turning him into a little gentleman. Just a great guy. So yeah. Thank you guys for letting me share that with you. You know, I do these podcasts sometimes, I think for me, um, as much as I do it for everybody else, it feels good to write about these things and talk about these things and tell you guys about, you know, some of my favorite people in the world. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. I will be back Monday, Wednesday, new blogs. I'll be back next Friday with a new podcast. And that does it for me. Until next time, James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pod. I'm Dad.